0: Blockchain Advisor is the go-to podcast that bridges the gap between traditional investing and digital assets. The podcast covers a wide range of topics including stocks, bonds, and commodities, the cryptocurrencies listed on Coinbase, and the Grayscale Investment Trusts. We're going to help you build an elegant portfolio of digital assets from the perspective of an options market maker and registered investment advisor. My name is Bill Uliveri, and I'm the Blockchain Advisor. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today to the Blockchain Advisor podcast. And be sure to listen to our regulatory disclaimer at the end of this episode. Well, it was a pretty interesting week on Wall Street with options expiration happening on Friday. We had a mixed market with some of our asset classes with the U.S. dollar being bullish, a bullish bond market. The S&P 500 up slightly on the week. But it wasn't a very good week for commodities. It was a poor week for gold, high-grade copper, dividend-paying value portfolios, as represented by the Invesco S&P 500 pure value ETF symbol RPV. But gasoline, crude oil, all dropped substantially this week. But natural gas, which is our our, our, our winter fuel, was up on the week. In terms of cryptocurrency, the biggest losers for the week were the blue collars. We had a bad week for Bitcoin being down 9.83%, Ethereum down 8.54%, Litecoin shed 14.11%, XRP down 9.28% on the week. And so again, we had this uh, divergent week uh, where we have to say that cryptocurrencies pulled back. And the stock market and our traditional investments actually did okay, with the exception of, of course, the commodities. So on the week, the greatest yielding or best return we had was in the S&P 500. The volatility index, is measured by VIX, was up 9.95% to 1791, a little bit higher than than average. Uh, you know, we generally seem to be hanging out in the $13, $14, $15, down, $15 area, so we had a little bit of pop in the VIX. Natural gas, $5 per, per million cubic feet, uh, up 5.72%. The QQQ, Investco QQQ Trust, the technology stocks, up 2.35%. Growth ETFs, the Invesco S&P 500 pure growth ETF, up 1.35%. We had the U.S. dollar up 0.98%, almost 1% on the week. And with the TLT, the iShares Barclays 20-year Treasury bond ETF, up 0.7% the S&P 500 up 0.32% on the week. So pretty much unchanged, slight up week. Uh, your typical 60-40 equity bond index was up 0.22%. was So basically unchanged on the week. And again, gold, high-grade copper, uh, the equal weighted S&P 500 all down between 1% and 1.5% on the week. The currency Shares Eurotrust, symbol FXE, down 1.45%. And again, we saw value for the most part in large-cap stocks down on the week. The Russell 2000 value ETF, symbol IWN, like Nancy, down 2.6% on the week. IWM Russell 2000, that's small-cap ETF representing the small, small companies in the United States, down 2.86% on the week. But, you know, for us people that spend... Uh, gasoline down 4.38% on the week, which was kind of good for us. The s and I'm sorry, the SPDR Energy Select ETF, symbol XLE, was down 5% on the week. So again, oil and gas exploration, cryptocurrency and energy and commodities all down on the week. The S&P 500 growth up on the week. So let's just take a quick break and, um, and just talk a little bit about the distribution, like where do these things fall? How do we know it's overbought and oversold on a weekly basis to kind of help us make better decisions? So I'd like for you to picture yourself walking down the street and someone's in front of you carrying an open umbrella. Now, if you can imagine this open umbrella, the very top part of the umbrella where the point is that sticks out higher above everything else, let's consider that fair value. That's where the 10-week moving average is middle of the road, Uh, an ETF or a stock or any kind of product, any asset is completely fair value. And then you have to go to the far left side, the part that dips down closest to the person's left shoulder. That would be considered oversold. On the far right side, the far right overbought side by their right shoulder is what we would consider overbought on a technical basis. So again, it doesn't matter whether you're, we're looking at cryptocurrencies, traditional assets like the S&P 500, the Russell 2000, the QQQ, gold, silver, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, doesn't matter. It's all pretty much the same thing when based on its 10-week moving average. And so part of the process, part of the the mission of this podcast is to believe that the big picture view is I'm eternally optimistic on the S&P 500. I'm eternally optimistic on the NASDAQ QQQ. Every asset class, in my opinion... Despite all the ups and downs and the bubbles that we experienced in the bubble popping over time, the truth is the stock market is rigged to go up. It really is. We were fearful of the Jimmy Carter administration, the 1987 stock market crash, which I was a part of uh, as a floor trader at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. We had the 1990 recession, the 1992 recession, the second Gulf War, Russian currency crisis. We had the lost decade from 2000 and from 1998 until 2008, where stocks pretty much traded sideways. We had the dot-com bubble burst, the Great Recession in 2007 to 2009. Uh, and so, again, the market just keeps on chugging higher and higher and higher because, really, it is rigged to go up. And we would say, though, that commodities, for the most part, ebb and flow. Uh, you can't really say with huge certainty that gasoline is rigged to go up or that natural gas is rigged to go up. They may have their 5 and 10 year bull runs or declines, but it's not like the stock market that really is rigged to go up. So again, let's take a look at these asset classes on a 10-week moving average and we'll be taking every single a- asset class here. So on the far left side of the bell curve, what we're going to ex- what we see here on the 10-week moving average is FXE, which is the Invesco Euro Dollar Trust on the far left side of the bell curve. It is 111% oversold on a 10-week moving average. That, my friends, is probably one of the greatest... Uh, divergences we see on the far left side of the bell curve so something that we should need to take a look in maybe perhaps a, a trade a short-term trade might be to sell some u.s dollars right and get out of our money market funds perhaps and consider investing a little bit in fxc you know maybe just a few percentage of our portfolio uh, because i don't think the euro currency is going away at least not that i've heard then on the other left side of the bell curve we have reformulated gasoline crude oil Natural gas, actually looking kind of good on the left side of the bell curve, but still technically more positive than gas and crude oil. We have 10-year indexes on the far left side of the bell curve. The VIX, even though we had a great rally this week, a little bit on the left side of the bell curve. Again, things that are negative are XOP, which is the Oil and Gas Exploration ETF, symbol XOP. The Grayscale Digital Large Cap on the left side of the bell curve, XRP, Short-term interest rates, BIL, is the Vanguard short-term uh, bond fund, is a little bit oversold. But I really hate to look at that one. That's really not a fair asset class to continue and keep and monitor inside of a bell curve because it very rarely moves. And XLE, still in a positive move. It's a favored sector, but a little bit on the left-hand side of the bell curve. So now let's move over to the right side. On the far 80 to 100% overbought, we have the U.S. dollar. QQQ is measured by the NASDAQ 100 the, the Invesco RPG, Pure, Pure Growth Exchange Traded Fund, and again, the US dollar. Around the 70% overbought is the S&P 500. Moving a little bit closer to the left, we have GLD, SLV, Ethereum, all in the overbought by 30 to 40, 45% uh, in terms of its overbought or oversold. In almost fair value, we have high-grade copper, Bitcoin, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, symbol of GBTC, and Litecoin. So it was an interesting week. Last week, we closed at about 27% overbought when you look at all the asset classes. And now we're about 13.5% overbought. So again, uh, I would consider us just slightly overbought in terms of our asset classes, whether broadly looking at, at all of our coinbase. We have about 105 tokens are listed and about 78 of them I have pricing for. On the far left side of the bell curve, you know, we were again 20-30% overbought about a week ago, and now we're 3% under value, oversold uh, on a weekly basis with our cryptocurrency assets. On the far left side of the bell curve, Cardano, Omicigo, Sushi, SushiSwap, uh, Internet Computer Protocol, symbol ICP, Uniswap. Very oversold, somewhere between the 60 and negative 40 percent oversold, moving a little bit more toward fair value. Bitcoin Cash, Polymath, Dogecoin, Ethereum Classic, Balancer, all positive, favored cryptocurrencies, but a little bit oversold. In the middle of the bell curve, we have Zcash, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Keep Token, Polkadot, um, and along with Link, Dash, uh, Civic Token, again all kind of fair value so neither a great buy nor something i would consider selling at this time let's move over to the far right side of the bell curve engine coin decentraland symbol m-a-n-a uh, one one or two cryptocurrencies here that we're going to probably see a pullback to the middle of the bell curve is loop ring live peer, looking a little bit weak in my opinion again in the far right side curve looking for a potential pullback would be decentraland loop ring live point engine coin of course the s p 500 is pulled back a little bit the internet of things iotx storage coin uma which again probably you know i think is still positive but a little bit maybe overdone on this 10-week moving average things that are a little bit more fair valued solana ethereum basic attention token anchor symbol a-n-k-r and chili's chg one of my favorite projects so again to recap what we see on coinbase tokens i like that are oversold between 40 and 60 percent on their 10-week moving average would be filecoin Cardano, Tezos, Synthetix, Omisigo, SushiSwap, Cosmos, Mirror Protocol, ICP, which is one of my favorites right now, the Internet Computer Protocol, Uniswap, and Republic Protocol. Also on the negative 20 to negative 40% oversold would be Balancer, Compound, Band Protocol, Ethereum Classic, Scale Network, symbol SKL, Fetch.ai, symbol FET. I kind of like that one. Polymath, Dogecoin, Bitcoin Cash, just for a quick trade, and iXX symbol RLC. Tokens that are oversold but just barely Banker, Stellar Lumen, Teller, Amp, Dash, Algorand, kind of like that one, Civic, and the Kyber Network symbol KNC. Tokens that are way overdone to the right side of the bell curve, ones that I expect to pull back a little bit are going to be EngineCoin, Decentraland, Loopring, Livepeer, IOTX, Storage, UMA, UMA, Anchor, A-N-K-R, Anchor Network, Basic Attention Token, and Chili's CHZ, one of my favorite projects. Well, thank you for listening to the Chain Advisor podcast. I'm Bill Ulaveri, the Blockchain Advisor. And remember, we are bridging the gap between traditional investing and digital assets. Be sure to hit the follow button on Spotify, to receive push notifications of when we upload new episodes. And if you're interested in having your 401k or self-directed IRA professionally managed by a state registered investment advisor who can speak the language of blockchain and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and mining, please don't hesitate to contact us at area code 847-686-4800. Or send an email to info at That's info at And don't forget to text the word BLOCKCHAIN to 22828. That's BLOCKCHAIN to 22828 in order to receive our free Blockchain Advisor newsletter. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. The information is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. And answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the securities, forms of payment, cryptocurrencies, options, or strategies mentioned. It is not intended to be a substitute for specific information individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine what is suitable for you, consult a professional advisor before implementing any information presented to discuss profit, loss, and risk. Investment advisory services are offered through Seneca Capital Management, LLC, a state-registered investment advisor. The firm and investment advisor representatives of Seneca Capital Management only conduct business where they are properly registered. Registration with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill skill or training.